She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. You guys, I'm so excited to be doing some short clips each day with some of the health and fasting questions that you guys ask us all the time. These are going to be very short episodes answering very specific questions. Most of the time we have long episodes with one guest, but now I'm going to be answering some of your short individual questions. Enjoy. So excited for our next guest, Dr. Mindy Pels, and we are so excited. She's going to be talking to us about intermittent fasting, extended fasting, and the gut microbiome. So welcome, Dr. Mindy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So tell listeners who aren't familiar with you a little bit about yourself. Well, okay, gosh, that it, in one or two sentences, uh, you know, I became really passionate about fasting in just my own health journey. And uh, I'm 50 now, and I hit my mid-40s. I, I experienced a lot of changes in my health that were not being cured with my lifestyle. And so I came to understand fasting, the science behind fasting, the power of the microbiome on uh, your hormones, detoxing, and uh, I really got to understand just how brilliantly we are designed and that when you use the tools of fasting, uh, you can tap into that brilliance. So from there, I, I launched, we have a whole group that we fast together once a month. I have, I've done videos on YouTube where I talk about, I'm, the science of fasting is really intriguing to me because there's so much good information coming out now about what happens to our body as we fast. Mm. So you name it, all things fasting, I'm pretty excited about. Awesome. So talk about, I know that you kind of have a reset group with your Facebook group where you say, hey, different times of the month, you're going to challenge people to do fasting. Talk about that. Yeah. So I think the biggest misunderstanding with fasting is that you just stop eating food. And I, that would be the simple way to look at it. But there are at every hour of fasting, something different is happening to your body. Like at 15 hours, which is intermittent fasting, most people don't realize, oh, growth hormone kicks in and I, and, I, and I can like start burning fat more and I can slow down aging if I do growth hormone, if I, if I stimulate growth hormone. 17 hours, autophagy is uh, kicking in. 24 hours, we know stem cells, intestinal stem cells are kicking in. So my resetter group, what we started doing is really experimenting with all different types of fasts, and we do it once a month, and I always give them two options. I give them an option of you can do a three- to five-day water fast, or you can do a fast that I either create or one of the seven fasts that I teach on my YouTube channel. So, um, and it's been fun because people are inquisitive and they have community support and it's much more fun to do uh, fasting in a group than by yourself. Oh my gosh, I love that. So talk about the seven different types of fast that you say that there are. Yeah, so the first one is intermittent fasting, hands down. I mean, most people know that. Um, the, and I, I, I don't know if you want me to go into all the details on it, but you know, to me, intermittent fasting is 13 to 15 hours. Um, and the benefits of it, like I said, are growth hormone. There's great studies on reducing breast cancer with a daily, with a lifestyle of intermittent fasting. 
The second one to me is what I call autophagy fasting, which is where you go 17 hours without food. Um, and then when you do eat, the key to staying in autophagy is you've got to keep your protein under 20 grams. So we teach, that's actually the fast we're doing this week. It's, uh, I call my fasting week, fast training week. And so this week, that's what we're, we're teaching. Um, the next one is what a lot of people call uh, one meal a day. Um, I call it a 24-hour fast because where the confusion gets with one meal a day is, you know, is it 22 hours? Is it 23 hours? Like, and if you want to stimulate intestinal stem cells, you're going to have to go 24 hours. So if you, the last bit of food went into your mouth on six o'clock Monday night and you want to stimulate intestinal stem cells, you don't put anything in your mouth till the, the fall, Tuesday night, 24 hours later at, at six o'clock. Um, then we talk, we do, we've talked about dry fasting, which is no food, no water. That should only be done 12 to 24 hours. Uh, fast mimicking, Walter Longo made that very popular. Uh, and that's really keeping calories down and keeping protein down. Um, and then there's water fasting. So, you know, three to five days, you would want to do that to stimulate intestinal stem cells. So, or I'm sorry, general stem cells, immune, muscular, those kind of things. So there's a lot of levels to fasting. Awesome. So let's talk about, uh, let's, let's just go right down that list. So let's start, start with intermittent fasting. And I liked how you said 13 to 15 hours is like where you're basically saying you need, because some people say, well, I'm doing intermittent fasting and I'm doing a 12-hour window. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, you know, they could say uh, of eating, you know, 12-hour window of eating. So what I'm hearing you say is that you're saying 13 to 15 hours with no food, you would count that intermittent fasting. Yeah. Once you get to 17, that's when you're saying autophagy yeah. happens. Yeah. From the science, from what I see. So th this is what I, how I look at it. It's like a switch. So somewhere between 13 to 15 hours, growth hormone is going to get turned on. Now, the minute you eat, growth hormones, that shuts off that, that benefit. So that's the one, the longer you go, now you get, you got growth hormone turned on at 13 to 15 hours. Now, if you go 17 hours, now you're stimulating autophagy. And so now autophagy gets switched on. So it's like these switches, the longer you go, the more you're turning on these self-healing switches. And, um, to me, it, you know, intermittent fasting is how we're designed to be. We were not designed to wake up and eat food all day long. So it's really, if you go back to the design of the human body, we were designed to wake up and realize we don't have any food. We need to go find food. And now we just go to our refrigerator and we start eating. You guys, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I've been talking about Masszymes, which is a digestive enzyme from Bioptimizers. And I want you to know that here's the thing. For me, having a digestive enzyme is a game changer because one of the biggest things that happens to me is I get really tired after my meal if I don't do it. And I have a problem with nutrient absorption. So if you could be eating the cleanest diet ever, but if you're not absorbing it, that's an issue. So this month, they're doing a really great special and you're gonna get a free bottle 
of the digestive enzymes from my optimizers. And so all you have to do is pay a nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached. It's the best thing ever. So get your free bottle of digestive enzymes. It's called Masszymes. Go to masszymes.com slash wasteaway free and use the coupon code wasteaway10. That's it. So masszymes.com slash wasteaway free. Use the coupon wasteaway10. It's awesome. Okay. So let's... Uh, talk a little bit about clean fasting and dirty fasting. Um, and when I say clean fasting is where there's no insulin spikes occurs. And we're talking about where people are having either water, you know, sparkling water with no flavoring or anything, black coffee or black tea. Um, and then some people would say, you know, a dirty fast would be something where someone maybe puts like, you know, ghee in their coffee or MCT oil in their coffee or a little cream in their coffee, you know, heavy whipping cream or something like that. Um, so what is your take on, let's say, someone having MCT oil or butter or something in their coffee? So, uh, yeah, I, this is a great question and we get it all the time. I'm sure you get it as well. All the time. <laughs> all the time. So here's what I'm going to say. If you want the maximum benefit from fasting, just don't mess around. Just drink water. Just make it just make it that way you know for sure you're stimulating autophagy, you're stimulating growth hormone. But I'm a big believer in creating a fasting lifestyle. So if you're like, but I love my cup of coffee, I don't want to give up my cup of coffee, then the, the test that I use is take your blood sugar, Drink your cup of coffee with some MCT oil, and then a half an hour later, take your blood sugar again and, and compare those. Did your blood sugar go up? Now, to your point that uh, dirty fasting would be an insulin spike, if your blood sugar doesn't go up, then it's a good, there's a good chance, it's not a certain chance, but there's a good chance that whatever you did to your cup of coffee, MCT oil, cream, butter, whatever, did not take you out of a fasted state. But just because blood sugar didn't go up doesn't mean that insulin isn't going up and we have no, no way to really measure that. So, so yeah, I mean, I, we have so, I get people all the time ask me, does Diet Coke take you out of a fast? Like, you know, and it's, mm, you know, yes. the, the more uh, people on do extended water fast and they want to drink Gatorade zero, Gatorade zero, you know, the more you influence the intelligence of the body, the more likely you're going to dampen down these in, incredible uh, mechanisms and processes that can happen when you fast. Yeah. And what's funny is, so like I tested it, I, I don't drink any caffeine now. I'm just super hyper. So like, awesome. no, nobody needs to see me on caffeine. You know, yeah. I have a lot of energy. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, so like I did it where I did a decaf coffee one time and added um, coconut oil into mm -hmm. my coffee. I've done it and, and I actually show it on video. So if you look at my YouTube channel, I watch it. So I take my blood sugar and then I wait a little while and take my blood sugar again. And my blood sugar Every time I do that with like coconut oil or MCT oil, my blood sugar actually goes down by yep. about 10. Yep. So that means that if I have, if I have 80, if let's say that before I started my blood sugar, my blood sugar was 80, 
I drank a cup of decaf coffee with coconut oil, it will be at 70 the next time I test it. It'll literally drop. And I've tested it over and over and again. And I've done it on other people. Like, I'm like, okay, come here. Let me test you out. And it goes down. But I agree with you. My, my opinion is this is that if you want the maximum benefits, weight loss, autophagy, everything, like overall, water fasting is the way to go. But if it's between you not doing it, you know, doing it, then, you know, have some coconut oil or have that, you know, MCT oil in the coffee. Because I've seen great results with people Mm-hmm. who ha- are doing, you know, a little bit of cream or a little bit of MC2 while they're still having great results with it. Um, they just aren't having as great. Yeah. And so I think that's really well said, really. If it's a barrier to, to doing this on a regular basis. Uh, one of my favorite like self studies that I did was I have a friend whose daughter has type one diabetes and she was upgrading her continuous blood sugar monitor And so she said to me, hey, do you want to wear her old one? And I was like, yeah. So I put on the continuous monitor and I wore it for a month and I tried all different types of fasting and uh, I did a a five-day water. I mean, I tested everything on it and there were two huge takeaways for me. One is when I ate fat of any kind, my blood sugar dropped. So agree with what you said there. The second one and one that I think most people don't realize is that your blood sugar will spike enormously when you're stressed. Mm-hmm. So the example that I use is that I, I mean, and the cool thing is you see this continuously minute by minute, what your blood sugar is doing. And my teenage daughter came in to the kitchen. We had an argument and all of a sudden I looked out at my monitor and I'm like, Oh my 20 points. My blood sugar went up. I was in a fasted state but the stress of our of that argument caused my blood sugar to go up. Wow, that is awesome. That's that's awesome that you did that. I did the same thing as well. Um, so I just got a doctor to prescribe one to me, awesome. even though I don't have a diabetes. So if you don't know what a continuous glucose monitoring system is, it's also labeled as a CGM. But it basically they they put it you put it in you, and it it literally tracks your blood sugar every so often. And so you can see it instead of you having to prick your, your, your finger all the time, it tracks your glucose levels throughout the day, but you do have to like in the middle, did you have to do that too? Like in the mid at like one point in the day, kind of verify that it was right. Like check, check it with your blood and then put it into the monitor. Yeah. Like calibrate it. Yeah. Calibrate it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I feel it like cool. if, if we could put one of those on everybody, we we could change the way people eat so fast. Oh my gosh, I know that they are so cool. Yeah. I was thinking I should just buy one and just have it like for fun, oh, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the other interesting thing I noticed on in that experiment is on the second day of a water fast, all of a sudden my blood sugar shot up out of nowhere like it was trending down. Mm-hmm. And that's gluconeogenesis, you know, two days into a water fast and the body all of a sudden starts to create sugar and dump stored sugar. So things that that was really f- interesting to see it spike for a couple of hours and then it went down to a whole nother level. So it's, you just have such an interesting 
you know, appreciation for what your body does when you take food out of the equation. We, we were built to heal and nobody teaches us that. You take food out of the equation and sit back and watch with the miracles that your body will perform. Yeah. I do want to mention this, that, you know, when it comes to a clean fast, you know, if you are thinking about why you're fasting, so some people are fasting for health reasons and fixing your gut and all kinds of powerful things, spiritual reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are truly wanting to use fasting for weight loss, um, for me personally, Uh, For a while, I was doing a little bit of MCT oil or coconut oil in the morning. And for me, I could tell that it was was impairing my weight loss. And if you Mm. think about some of the, like, you could be putting, you know, 300 to 500 calories, you know, depending on how much you use with ghee and MCT Mm -hmm. oil and coconut oil. And so still, for me personally, and I know that it's impacted a lot of people, if you think about it, if you're, if you're giving yourself fat, right, then it's going to use the fat that you're going to give it first before it's going to go to the fat that's on your hips mm-hmm. because you're still ingesting food. It's going to, you know, the example that I use is if you've got money in your pocket versus money in the bank, if you've got money in your pocket, it's going to use that first. Right. And then go to your hips and everywhere else. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I, I think it's such an important point because people all the time, and I'm sure you see this too, they're like, I get, I'm stuck or I'm not getting the same results that other people are getting. And then you have to get down into that detail because for your body to unstick itself, you might have to get go as clean as possible Once you've gone clean and you're getting results, then you might be able to do some of the other ways that people vary this. And I think that's such a great point because some people we've seen, they can add a little bit of MCT and they can do the cream and they can do this and they're having fantastic results. Then we have this group of people until they went completely clean with water only, they were not getting the results that they wanted to see. So that's a great point. So let's talk about, you mentioned at 17 hours, that's where you're seeing autophagy happen. First of all, for people who don't know, repeat what autophagy is and why are you suggesting the protein to be under 20 grams? Yeah, so again, based off science, that autophagy is when your body will go look for food within the cell. So it is a self-detoxing mechanism where what in the absence of food, the body goes, okay, no more food's coming in. Let me go find it inside the cell. So it's it's one of the most amazing self-detox mechanisms that we have been born with. Now, the, if you keep 20, your, your protein under 20 grams, you can stay in autophagy. So like you go 17 hours, you're stimulating autophagy and you keep your protein under 20 grams, you're still stimulating autophagy. So the minute you go above 20 grams, what happens is that you now stimulate something called mTOR. And mTOR is where your cells now are in a buildup phase. They're not in a detox phase. So with autophagy, when we keep our protein under 20, we still can continue that. Even though you're eating, you're still continuing the autophagy effects, the self-detox effects. And I've heard some people say, 
you know, it's funny, I've seen different numbers. I've seen some people say 15 grams of protein. I've seen some people say 20 grams of protein. Have you seen different numbers like that? Yeah, I've, I've mostly seen 20. That's what I typically see. The, the, the variance that I've seen in is how, when is maximum autophagy kick in? So I, the science that I've seen on that is somewhere between 17 to 72 hours of, you know, you're going to get your maximum benefits from autophagy. So, um, but I've pretty much seen under 20 grams. I haven't seen 15, but, you know, this is where, gosh, I wish we had an autophagy measuring device because <laughs> if we did, we'd know for sure. But we, you know, let's, I think like, let's get in the ballpark, you know, let's just get in the ballpark every once in a while, keep your 20, your protein under 20 grams. If you want to keep it under 15 to make sure you're maximizing autophagy, awesome. But it's, it's the understanding that we live in the most toxic time in human history and your body has been designed with a self detox system. So make sure that you're throwing in some 17-hour fasts, that you're having days where you're keeping the, the protein under 20 grams so that you're, you're, you're um, stimulating this detox system. Hmm. So let me repeat back what I heard you say, and then you say if I'm right. So like you're saying that, you know, basically, let's say you, you need about 20 grams of protein to keep your basic functions like the heartbeat going and different things to going. And if you're getting less than 20 grams of, of protein, then what happens is let's, let's just say that you just went and ate a bunch of lettuce and celery. And let's say you only got, let's say you only got 10 grams of protein in a day, but let's say your body needed 20 grams to keep your heart beating, then your body is going into autophagy to get that extra grams yep. it needs to keep the heart beating. And so that's when that's great for the body because it's it gets the building blocks for its proteins by scavenging like debris and bacteria and viruses out of the cells. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. Um, so talk a little bit. So we've, we've gone over the 13, 15 hours is where you consider intermittent 17 hours is where you're seeing autophagy happen. Yeah. Um, and then the 24 hour fast where you, I love how you clarified that by the way, because there are so many people who are saying the one meal a day, but their one meal a day, they're eating within a four hour window. Right. Right. Talk about the benefits of that 24-hour fast. Yeah. The, the, so, again, let's go back to the science. MIT research, tw at 24 hours, the stem cells inside your mucosal lining of your gut start to wake up, get regenerated, and will repair your inner lining of your gut. So, but the, the research is at 24 hours. This was a study that actually came out this year and it was a human study. So that's really cool because sometimes we, we're making assumptions off of animal studies, but this was a human study. So uh, what I, I find is that people are like, oh, I 24, I, I, I'm doing 24 hour fast all the time. But when you get down into the nitty gritty, they're really doing 22. So I, I really want to point out this is 24 hour fast. It, it is one meal a day, but you have to understand that when you stop putting food in your mouth, you got to wait a whole nother 24 hours. Um, within stimulation of intestinal stem cells, if you know you have a leaky gut, if you know you have candida, if you know you have SIBO, 
um, parasites. If your gut is out of balance, this is an incredible, incredible way to bring your gut back into balance. So all of my patients that have any kind of gut dysbiosis, I have them doing one to three times a week, a 24-hour fast, so that we can stimulate the body's own repair system. So, mm -hmm. and, and it's an incredible way to look at any kind of digestive issue you might have. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.